I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Thursday. I would say we are, but we're not. No, no. Because we screwed up the Dan Lanning interview earlier. Well, we didn't screw up anything. Well, that's true. Ryan You're right. Bu- Ryan Buckley did. You're right. Well, Jason Buckley didn't do anything. I don't know. I've had multiple engineers uh, talk to me on the cell phone indicating it was not my fault. Dirt, Odyssey screwed it up. Dirt and Sprague didn't have a problem. Neither did Dusty they didn't. and Danny. No, that's but they right. Ha- I, Sprague texts me. They have had problems. In a stunning <laughs> turn of events, they but have the, had problems. But they didn't. What's the... Uh, so guess what's going to happen now? You what? know what's going to happen now? What? Is uh, Crazy Eyes, mm-hmm. who is a hero. Yes. We all know that. Mm-hmm. He will install a new permanent phone system that should have been installed in the first place. And we will be expected to laud the company's ability to solve problems. Damn right. Even though none of the problems should have occurred in the first place. I'm very excited about lauding. How about Let's that? Let's go. I'm ready to laud. Hey, well, laudy uh, frickin' da. <laughs> thank you. I have Korean church news. And I have Nicolette faint news. <laughs> okay. I've done some okay. internet sleuthy. So Nicolette is her name. Yes. So their name, sorry. Their name. So the David is the guy, uh, Cameron or Cameron, excuse but, me. Yeah, close. Yeah, Cameron. Was it uh, Cameron David Stower? Okay. So he was arrested, but he has a alternate personality. I found her on Facebook, and it's she, and she is Nicolette Faint, and okay. uh, she looks nothing like the mugshot. And they. The mug, they in the mugshot, he's got a full beard, they. and it, and in they and in their Facebook post there you go. as Nicolette. Uh, yeah, it's okay. a it's, right. it's a done well, up thing. The church. I found a story that said that Korean church, and it is small. It's a small church. It's only like six thousand square feet, but it at one time was pretty. I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, the Portland Korean Church sold it in two thousand eleven, and they had it on the market for eight hundred and forty nine thousand dollars. Okay. Because they were moving the church out to Beaverton, where most of their congregation lived. So they asked them why they priced it so low, and they just said, we just need to sell it as soon as possible. 
I, from there, I don't know who bought it, but that's only $140. KGW has it where there is a... Uh, per a square port, foot. A Portland it. dentist owns it. Okay, A so Beaverton some, dentist, it says. Well, Portland so, Beaverton. So, a, so just some guy. Yeah, some dentist okay. owns it and he hasn't so done it. So he's probably it. just sitting on it, you know, saying in 10 years that real estate will be worth X and I'll Or you're sell. waiting for the insurance money to kick in. <laughs> uh-huh. Nicolette, anybody? Well, so... That sale price was $140 per square foot, which is super low. And they also said, to your point, you said, well, maybe it's not zoned for the... It, it's, um, it has flexible zoning, so you can have residential, retail, or service-oriented uses there. Can I just live in an old church? Because I've long wanted to live in like a kick-ass old haunted building, and I would think a 100-year-old Korean church, that's got to be haunted, right? Let's go. Not anymore. Want to live up in the bell tower? Got a Quasimodo thing going on? I would 100% live in a cool old church. Let's go. But they just said the land was valued at a million. Well, now the land itself. the land's still there. It's just, you know, it's a little little charred at this point. Yeah, so I wonder if that, I, wonder, I don't know. I just always find that weird that just this, these abandoned buildings for years and years just sit there. And it's owned by one guy. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Fixing teeth, apparently. Yeah. He's got dentist things. I'm too busy that... fixing teeth. I can't deal with my... Slapping on braces. Maybe he's so rich, he doesn't even care. <laughs> it's possible. Like, whatever. I don't know. Maybe he goes in there and throws cool parties. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty awesome to have like a New Year's party. And you're like, where is it going down at? My church? You're like, what? Yeah, come worship me. We'll do a bunch of drugs and hang out. Let's go. Well, we're out of here at 530 because the Ducks are playing Colorado. Uh, odds that game gets on the air? <laughs> I feel pretty confident about that. <laughs> me too. Automation's easy. We just hit a button. Uh, we will rob the bank in our next segment. Um, we've got one final regular season week at the NFL, so we'll get our picks in uh, it, after this. But uh, right now, it is time for the Hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Let's see again. Uh, Broncos need a head coach. Yes, they do. Uh, Pro Football Talk is reporting that they have reached out to Michigan's Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Now, his buyout is only $3 million, but he has said before that he's done entertaining NFL offers. He since then today released a statement saying, well... You know, I expect to be the Michigan coach, but you can you never know what the future holds. Yeah, by the way, supposedly Denver's offering him 20 mil a year. So if uh, what the future holds is $20 million a year for, let's say, five to six years, something tells me that Harbaugh may be on his way to Denver. You know, Sean Payton's a name that's out there a bunch, but remember, New Orleans still owns <laughs> Sean Payton's rights. So whoever would want Sean Payton, they would have to trade for him. Although I did hear someone today, uh, one of the national guys, talking about, you know, Tom Brady is not expected to be back in Tampa. And remember, Sean Payton and Tom Brady were going to reunite in Miami. Could Sean Payton go back to New Orleans and Tom follow him there? Ooh, interesting. Brady's playing again next year? Number yeah. four. It sounds like he's going to play, but it won't be. Like, they're talking about maybe Vegas. They're talking about San Francisco. I'll tell you uh, what, New he, turned Orleans. His, he turned into the old Tom Brady last week at the end of the game. Yep. Yeah. No, he's All not, of a sudden, he's like, he's not going to be done, but there's a there's talk that he just wants out of Tampa. He's going to go to some place that, you know, maybe a little bit to, gives him another a, a better chance to win another race. Texas basketball coach, also known as the Austin Strangler, Chris Beard, has been fired. Uh, he was arrested for domestic violence last month. Uh, do you think they have to push back the uh, push back the wedding after this news? 
Well, they've been engaged. The they've been engaged for years and years and years. So yeah, so, but I think they had a date. Did they really? I think I think they were actually going to get married. Well, she tried to she tried to do the no county. I should have never called the cops, but that didn't work. So, <laughs> well, I don't know who Texas is next coach to. They have no balls unless they hire Whitney. You know? <laughs> they are twelve and one, and like what number six in the country. College football transfer news: Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman is headed to Notre Dame as expected. And uh, if you missed the news, uh, I think it was yesterday or maybe the day before, Oregon State quarterback Christian Jebbia has entered the transfer Not a shot. Number By the way, uh, we have made contact with Oregon State. We are going to get Coach Smith on the show, but he is actively working on getting a couple transfers in, and they have some guys visiting this weekend. Things happening. He can squeeze his son. Come on, John. <laughs> Although he'll call in and we won't be able to get him on the air. Well, anyone, it's a good thing we can't do it today with him, you know? Or he any, can't do it. Does anyone call him John? I want to know that. His wife? I don't know. It's like Jonathan's such a formal term. Like, if you're buddies with him, do you go with a Jonathan? Bills uh, did return to practice today. Uh, they take on the Patriots Sunday, and as of now, that game is a go. Uh, Bengals, Ravens. That, now, that's for the division, but it looks like Baltimore still won't have Lamar Jackson. Uh, he did not practice today, and some are now speculating that perhaps he is done for the season. Have you have you heard, like, the the, the change in, in, in Harbaugh's response when people ask him about Lamar Jackson? There's a great clip out there about week-to-week him talking about Lamar. <laughs> and it goes from, oh, yeah, he'll be fine. I'm not even ruling him out for this week to, like, a month later being like, dude, I don't know. Yeah, there's talk of the, you know, that this relationship has run its course and that they're unhappy with him, and it's it's a whole He's thing. unhappy with them for yeah, sure. So no. he may be not, you know, he may not be rushing back. No. That is kind of a mess. As of now, the NFL is looking at how to structure the AFC playoffs without playing the Bills-Bengals game, which at this point looks like it won't happen, although that has not been decided. Yeah, it was reported earlier that they weren't going to play it, and then the NFL came out and said, no, we haven't decided anything. A few ideas they are tossing around. They uh, One of them is adding an eighth team uh, to both the AFC and NFC brackets. Therefore, there would be no buy for the number one seed. Uh, another idea is they would let the number one seed in the AFC choose home field advantage or a buy. Um, and then the two seed would get whatever was not chosen. And then the third idea they're tossing around is making Bills Bengals a neutral site game should they meet in the AFC title game. Yeah, all things are on the table at this point. So uh, some of this may just be let's see what happens this week and how necessary that game even ends up being. But at this point, I'm just everyone just needs to sit and wait because right now it's just nothing but wild speculation. Now we're hearing reports that the app is playing metal music over us right now. I swear it's not me. <laughs> really? What kind of metal? Effing Lord. Are we getting like some Mastodon or what? Uh, you know, what Should we, we lay out? I'll log into the app and find out. Do we get better ratings if we just lay out and let the metal play? Probably. <laughs> the latest on Damar Hamlin. The doctors say he has shown substantial improvement and as he awakens is neurologically intact. Now he is still... Uh, with a breathing tube and in critical condition. But he reportedly woke up last night and he asked in writing, who won the game? Yeah. And the doctors responded to him, you did. You won the game alive. That's what Which said. is a little cheesy, but it's kind of a cool, that's a very Disney-esque moment. And that's awesome. Every report that you're getting is positive at this point. And you're hearing more and more about you know what went on uh, it was a Bills assistant trainer that's being lauded as the hero. He was the first one out there. 
that realized that this was a cardiac arrest situation immediately started CPR. I guess they put a breathing tube down his throat on the field, which we didn't know previously. And they're saying that could have uh, been the reason why his brain continued to get oxygen because that's what they were worried about was how long that uh, how long that had gone without oxygen and the fact that his neurological systems are all firing. I mean, this is all really, really good news. There's your Hot 5 5. When we return, we only have one more segment on today's show, but it will be a full one full of hot picks. Let's go. Uh, we will rop the bank our picks for the uh, final week of the NFL regular season against the spread uh, when we get back. It is 5-12 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Isaac and Souk are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Souk on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. Yes, indeed. Uh, Ducks basketball coming up next, so... um We'll have to squeeze this in here. Uh, but we love robbing the bank. This is where we uh, make super hot uh, predictions. Now, I normally, I don't know about you, I, I normally hate the last week of the NFL season uh, because it's just so screwy with teams having nothing to play for and other teams having, you know, everything to win. Well, it's like the Giants and the Eagles, right? I mean, the Giants have right. nothing. They say they're going to play guys, but how long? And Philly needs this game. I, uh, I normally hate this week, but looking through the lines. There's some good ones. I love this week. Um, and that's probably <laughs> a death sentence. <laughs> the kiss of death. Uh, here are the records. Let me look at the uh, what I've got here. Now, a lot of this was a lot of this was um, screwy because you know we didn't make picks during the holidays, and one week you were here. I don't know if you got my picks because the, the the week you were gone and I made mine. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't have that. I wasn't here, and then my picks the week I wasn't. I don't know. Here's what I have. What what was logged into the record? It's on the ledger. This is on the ledger. We have Souk up 17 units. Now, a unit can be any amount you want to bet. Let's just say for the, you know, generally the way odds are um, put up on a board, they're talking about $100 yes. per bet. So let's just say a unit is $100 for you. I'm up $1,700. You're up $1,700. And it, you missed it because when you were in Mexico, I had a very nice week, including my first 10-unit player of the year on the San Francisco 49ers. I am up eight units, and that is a massive comeback because I started out so bad. 
You're like negative 30, weren't so, you? So, so bad. I was down 32 units, yes. I'm now up eight. And Buck has made a comeback. He was down... Yeah, way more than you, pal. I think 52. 52 I think 52, yeah. <laughs> but I now have him at minus 22. Yeah, we're going back in black after this week, baby. <laughs> so let's get started. Um, let's go with Buck. He's got he's got a lot of prop bets this week. So I'll preface it by saying this. A lot of the prop numbers for games where there are significant prop incentives aren't out yet. That would be the Sunday games. Okay. There are a couple that I really like, though, on Saturday. And so uh, I'm going to go these for three units each. Uh, the first one is actually not an incentive, but a milestone prop. Patrick Mahomes needs like 430 yards for the single-season passing record. I don't think he gets that, but I think he could get close. And he's, uh, his passing total is 324.5 yards. So I'm going over that. Uh, and then additionally, three plays in the Jaguars-Titans game. The Titans have the 28th-ranked pass defense uh, based on DVOA, and the, and the Jaguars have three guys that are staring down, uh, let's see, incentives anywhere between $200,000 and $500,000 for receiving yards. Uh, that would be Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Engram. Uh they need 91, 98, and 61, respectively. All of their over-under totals are well below that. So if you mm. believe that they're going to get close, even if it's a game that's a must-win, I think that they would keep feeding these guys. I think that you have a decent chance of going two for three on these. So I will take the over-on yardage for Kirk, Jones, and Engram uh, at three each. Okay, for the sake of uh, accuracy here on the ledger, Kirk is at what? Uh, he is at 63.5 yards. Okay, Jones is at? 58.5 yards. And who's the other guy? Evan Engram is at 46 and a half yards. Oh, all right. You don't think that stuff's all built into the line? Like, they know that, and so they, they inflate those numbers? I guess we're going to find out. What would you say, 46 and a half? Yeah. Hey, Buck needs this. Don't. All right, and those plus, are all... these, plus, these are my baby plays. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, these are all three? Three play. Go ahead. I'm still logging. There was a lot of information there. I'll start my first one. Uh, standalone game here, and that's going to be Tennessee and Jacksonville. Uh, this is sitting at six and a half. I think there's a lot of value here on the Titans. I think people obviously riding Jacksonville right now because Jacksonville has been playing better. But look, let's not make Jacksonville out to be some sort of great team. And remember that even with uh, old Dobbs starting there, I mean, they took Kansas City to overtime. So I, I think obviously... When you look at Jacksonville, they have a much better quarterback. Well, but Willis was in there against Kansas City. Yeah, and I'm saying with Malik Willis, and I think Dobbs is as good, if not better, than Malik oh, Willis. Yeah. Willis is terrible. Dob who Dobbs play against? Uh, Dobbs just played. This is the Thursday night game. Dallas. The, Dallas, That's right. right? And he, he moved the ball a little bit. Okay. Look, I'm not saying that Tennessee is is great, but Derrick Henry's back, and to me, you have a better running game, you have a better defense, and I think arguably you have the better coach. And I get that Trevor Lawrence is a is is a good quarterback. But I think there's some value here with Tennessee. I don't know if they win, but I'm getting six and a half here. I'm going to go ahead for four units, and I'll grab the points and say this is a field goal game with Tennessee who rested players, and they're going to be up for this one, obviously, because winner goes. Uh, I am with you. I'm going to take uh, Titans plus six and a half. That was one of mine. Um, I, a couple of, of reasons. One, I think the Jags are in new territory here. You know, they are hot, but at the same time, a lot of times what happens when a team gets into a must-win situation, particularly ones uh, that aren't as familiar with that spot, they can tighten up. Uh, the Titans have had a lot of big games over the last handful of yep. years, so I think they're going to be... You know, and the, the other thing about Titans, they've put all their eggs into this game yep. for the last couple of weeks. They're getting healthier on defense. You're right, Josh Dobbs 
not horrible. And Mike Vrabel, here's a stat for you. I think Mike Vrabel is excellent. One of my themes this week is, well, with three of my four picks, is good coaches catching too many points. I just think this is too many points. Mike Vrabel is a good coach. Yes. They are going to be ready to play. This is going to be a dogfight. Vrabel, 21-9-1 against the spread as an underdog of three or more. I'll ride him all day here. This spread is way too high. I think it's a field goal game either way. Titans plus six and a half. Five units. I like that call. Uh, one game that I am circling is uh, is because of all the stuff that just happened recently, I'm going to the New England-Buffalo game. I think it's a weird game for Buffalo, uh, considering the DeMar Hamlin stuff and the layoff they've had and what they've been through emotionally. I think that game is slow to get going. I'm playing under 42.5 in that game. I'm also playing New England plus 7 in that game because they're trying to make the playoffs. The Bills are already in. Uh, I'm not ruling out Belichick, and again, I don't know what Bills are going to show up after what happened last week, so I'm going to take the Pats and the points. I'm also going to take under 42.5 in that game, five units each. I'm going to take the other side of it. I'll go four units, and I'll go ahead and I'll lay the seven. I think Buffalo comes out, and I think they house New England. First off, New England's offense is an absolute mess. There's talks of dissension inside the organization that Kraft isn't happy with Belichick. He's not happy with the way that he's assembled his staff. Mac Jones hates the coaching staff, and they're getting by just, you know, kind of grinding through, and I know they need to get this one, but Buffalo still isn't certain what's going to happen at the end of the year, what they're going to do with that. This is an important game to Buffalo, and with the news coming out of how well uh, things are going in the hospital, I think you are going to get an inspired Buffalo effort. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Bills by a 1,000. I'll go four units on this. I'm laying the Bills. Okay. I'm, uh, I've got another good coach getting too many points. And I'm going to go with Sean McVay and the Rams here. Um, look, Los Angeles has no incentive to lay down. Um, pride rises up here. They would love nothing more than to knock the Seahawks out of the playoffs because the Seahawks have to win. The Seahawks are not a great team. I just think that... I think sometimes they overinflate these lines with teams that must win versus a team that has nothing to play for. What we've seen with the Rams is, yes, they've gone to some different personnel, but Baker Mayfield and Cam Akers being healthy, too, yes. is a big thing. They are moving the football. They've dropped 51 on Denver. Denver has a good defense. So I think the Rams are still playing hard. This is a good coach in Sean McVay. I know not all of their studs are in there. But I still think this line is way too high for a divisional game. I think it's going to be close. Um, the Rams would love nothing more to, than to spoil the Seahawks' uh, shot at the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the Rams plus 6.5 for 5. Let me just jump in real quick because I'm going to do a twofer. Ooh. And I'm going to go three units that the Rams indeed beat Seattle. And then I'm going five units because once the Seahawks are eliminated, that means Sunday night is a winner-take-all game. And you know who's going to win it for five units? The fighting Dan Campbells. They're going to go up with three toes and one ass cheek, and they're going to kick the hell out of Green Bay, and my Detroit Lions Why get into the playoffs. Why are you yelling? Because I love Dan Campbell. God. Playoff Dan Campbell, Wait, five units. Hold on, hold on. Did you just do the Rams? What was the Rams thing? Three units, the Rams win. Seven. Money, money line, Rams money line? No, the Rams getting points. Okay, Rams catching six, I'm looking at. Yes. Three units, okay. Three units, then five units on the Lions once the Rams have, right. been, have eliminated Seattle. So we're getting four and a half on the Lions. There you go. All right, I got uh, two more. I'll get them in real quick. Carolina plus three and a half. I think the Panthers are better than the Saints. Since Matt Rule got fired, they're three and two. New Orleans sucks. Uh, I think that's, I don't know why they're catching points. I'll take Carolina there. And I'm actually going to go on Arizona. Uh, this is the last game for Cliff Kingsbury and J.J. Watt. Kingsbury most likely, but definitely the last game for Watt. 
Cliff Kingsbury as a road underdog against the spread, 17-5-2. Arizona is still playing hard, and David Blau? Blau. Yes. Uh, he's not horrible. They've lost six in a row. They want this one. Uh, so I think they keep it close. They're catching way too many points in San Francisco, so I'll take Arizona plus 14. Both of those also five units. Max play 10 units yes. under in the college football playoff national championship. What? 63 and a half. How the hell do we get to that total? I don't know. I'm going under max play. <laughs> 10 units. I love it. Uh, we got to turn it over to uh, Ducks basketball. We are back tomorrow, 3 to 7. J- uh, Jason Quick, assuming the phones work, and Joey Harrington, assuming the phones work. Tune in to find out because if it doesn't, one of us might have an aneurysm live on the air. Have a good night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.